Welcome to the Do Less Podcast. I'm Jake Velasquez. I'm Mike Bramante. We're sitting in my house. Mike just got here. He's running late. He's doing less. He's sleeping in. The guy, he's got... Well, listen, the, man. The guy had to get a coffee. He threw him off his rhythm. Well, we you changed <laughs> it up on me this morning because I, I was sleeping in. I was like, oh, Jake's going to come over to pod at you know, 10, 10.30. You flipped it on me. You big-timed me because you're like, uh, I didn't make my yoga class, so I, now I need you to come up to the Upper East Side. And so it took me a little bit to get moving. Look, you're a mensch for coming up. I appreciate it. And <laughs> I, uh, this is kind of funny. You actually brought me comfort because I was really self-conscious that I had slept through the yoga class and been a little lazy. And mm-hmm. then I texted you and mm-hmm. I didn't get a response for 30 minutes. And I was like, Mike's definitely sleeping. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm still up an hour early before, <laughs> hour before this Yeah, guy. you can. Most, most of my friends can count on being up and at it earlier than me. I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah. So that I was am, impressive. I am not a, well, you know, I was pretty jacked up last night because I played my first men's league basketball game in over two years. How'd that go? It went, uh, I played well because I've been w? playing, I've been playing pickup. We lost a tough game. It was a very good team. We didn't have our full squad. You know, we had to, we have to integrate a couple new guys into the system. You yeah, know? yeah, that's tough. We had a couple it's off season to get the the chemistry right. We had away. a couple off season pickups, uh, but I'm like I'm like Chris Paul. I'm getting better with age. Yeah, that's great. Aging like a fine wine. <laughs> I, uh, that's awesome. So it was the first game of the season. How many games do you play? We usually play like eight regular season okay. and then playoffs something like that. Nice. Winter season's usually the biggest. And we're already in winter season, I think, because what's well, October. Yeah. And it's going to run through almost end of October. Yeah, and it's cold out already. Yeah, it kind of just flipped the switch because uh so we'll we'll talk about this in a second. Uh but I was at a wedding Friday. And yeah. It was scorching. Yeah, and it was you were like hot as hell, and then now it's like freezing outside. Yeah, the, with like only two or three days. Temperature later. fluctuates just as much as Jonah Hill's weight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, Climate change. Yeah, and then, uh, but you were also at a wedding this past week. I was at a wedding, so we were at respective weddings at the this same weekend. time. Yes, and we were texting in our group chat what's going on at my wedding, what's going on at your wedding. Yeah, that's uh, true. And it was a funny dynamic. I kind of enjoyed it. I I appreciated that you were at another wedding because I didn't feel like I was missing out on much since you weren't here. If anything, I think everyone else was missing out on what we were. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so i had a wedding in chicago college buddy very fancy affair uh yeah so it was it was most people they got most of my friends out there they got like kids or wives they're pretty they're more subdued than than you know back in the college days obviously yeah, yeah no that of course you're a couple years older i feel like you also not only are you a couple years older than me, I feel like most of your friends are older than you. They are. Like all, from so that all, crew. All that cr- yeah, yeah, all that crew is like late 30s. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's yeah. like family age, especially when you're out of New York, late 30s. That's like being 50 years. So you are you got a whole life. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then my wedding was from one of my buddies uh, from Riverdale. Was not expecting much, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it would be a big wedding. It was at... Uh, West Point in the college. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you something. This venue is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It really what, blew me away. It was West, a beautiful. Yeah, way. West Point is <laughs> amazing. It's pristine. It was at this hotel. It was so cool. Uh, a little hot outside. So there's this like building with these like floor to ceiling we yeah. got floor ceiling, but very big windows. So yeah. me and my friends, you get some drinks before the wedding starts. So yeah. we're up there, you know, we're grabbing a beer. And then the wedding starts, and we realize, look, we have a perfect view and air conditioning. Uh-huh. So we just stood up there yeah. for the entire ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Do less. Do less, don't go to the ceremony. Do less, don't go to the ceremony, but yeah. still be there. Right. So we were there. We got to see it. We didn't hear much. 
Well, uh, you sent a picture of that view, so I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I stayed there the entire ceremony. Yeah. Did not go down once. Uh, but it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful to watch. We had the bird's eye view. That's perfect. Was yeah. so. How do you get married at West Point? Did somebody have a connection, like an army connection, or can you just reserve the venue? I genuinely have no idea. Well, no. The, the groom, me, the groom didn't have one, right? Or I he don't went, think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it did. Throw, it was a curveball, but I think you could rent it out because it's like it's not at it's at this hotel in West Point. Right. And this place is amazing. There's like multiple events going on. Right. And then they have this rooftop ball. It was, I would stay there for like a romantic getaway. It was what? beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. I'm booking a romantic getaway at West Point. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Was, hey, we're going to. <laughs> and the servers, I think, are yeah. all like students, you know, it's these like army students that are like, it's kind of cool because. Efficient. Efficient, but you get those servers that are kind of like, you know, they they do their job, and that's what these guys would do because they're army guys, obviously. Yeah. But they would kind of bust your balls. You know, they'd collect a beer and be like, there's a, there's a couple more sips in this, you know, <laughs> and this is kind of fun. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, wow. You know, I think maybe we're getting married at West Point. <laughs> like, do maybe, like, dual, <laughs> well, dual weddings. I feel like we should get married at the same time. We should do combo you, weddings. You said how there's multiple events going on at once. I feel like I'd feel comfortable with, you know, one of our weddings going on at, you know, next next to each other, next door. Definitely doable. Yeah. Judging from this, I think there was another wedding going on, and then you could meet at the a- same after party spot. Right. Well, that combined after parties. Yeah. Is, that's going to be. One of my friends actually, I don't want to get too off topic, pulled one of the <laughs> best pranks I've ever seen. Yeah. There was, like, I guess, a head up statue of mm-hmm. uh, Eisenhower in his hotel room. Mm-hmm. So he put it against the window and it looked over this rooftop bar. So it just looked like a man was peering out the window. <laughs> and we're at this after party. There's, like, a table of, like, yeah. Hispanic people, like, only speaking Spanish, and they yeah. keep pointing up. Yeah. You know, it looks creepy. Yeah, it does. And yeah, then. Yeah. So we tell him, and then he goes up, and he has his hands like he's like you know trying to do stuff, and it was it was amazing. So these are your your boys from from Riverdale, where you yeah. grew up, and these guys, you know, they're a bit. Uh, these guys are some degenerates, right? Like I got yeah. some sort of. We come from degenerate. We come from degenerate roots, right? Uh, <laughs> like like everyone's. A long brother, line of degenerates. Older brother is right. like our generation though is like the first that did get their act together. Like Got most it. of my, it was actually shocking. I'm talking to every one of my friends. They're like, "Oh, I'm getting this new job and it pays me double." Everyone's doing well. It seems like so. Right. I have a couple that aren't you know still degenerate-y, but very overall impressed with they're my successful degenerates. Yeah. Successful okay. degenerates. Right, okay, a great good. way to say. But it. they yeah. they like to party though, right? Very much. Big S- drinkers. Big drinkers. Yeah. Right. So did was there any uh, shenanigans at the wedding? Uh, nothing too crazy. There's obviously people that were, you know, wrecked, but, yeah. uh, every, everybody <laughs> <laughs> was wrecked. Uh, but nothing like too extreme. No, mm. no, no, no one right, made no like, hijinks, no hijinks. One of the things I don't want to talk about this too long. Cause I want to hear yeah. about your wedding. Yeah. This was to me, one of the funnier parts though was, so the tables, I was at the couple's table. Yeah. Because it was all married couples and or engaged couples okay, at it. this table. Yeah. And then it was me and my friend were the only non-couple, me and my friend Kenny. Mm-hmm. And it was because he, I think, just broke up with his girlfriend right before. So the invite went to him. And I think they were like, okay, she's not coming. Let's just put Jake there. Yeah, slot so, it in. So we were the couple. And everyone's making fun of us. And yeah. this kid is like the <laughs> ultimate like New York ball buster. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's making fun of us. And then eventually he snaps. He, he goes, he's like, you know what? Me and Jake are the only fucking people get laid at because I keep saying you're gonna fuck yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. And they're all married, so he's like, "We're the only people get laid." <laughs> I thought that was amazing. That's a funny comeback. Yeah, very funny comeback. Yeah, uh, but it was a great, 
uh, it was overall very, very nice wedding. That's and, fun. Uh, it's good to take a break, you know, from yeah. the scene in New York and just you know, go back to your roots. Go back to the roots. Yeah. Great band. I think you said you had a Oh, good yeah. Band. We had a phenomenal band. So this wedding was at the Drake Hotel in Chicago, which is like downtown, very fancy. Uh, you know, these guys are older. They're all successful. They're all basketball players. They're all like, everyone there is like six, seven. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So like I'm walking around, I feel tiny. Like me. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so it's ridiculous. I feel small. Um, but yeah, it's because you met them when you were out there in Chicago. Yeah. I couldn't even see the, the tops of their heads. No. They were above the clouds. Yeah. yeah they're all circus thing. freaks. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, it was pretty, I was at a table, it was a similar thing, couples table, I was the only single guy. Listen, you know, we're doing less, we're going to wedding stag, and it would have been nice to have a date, what do you want me to say? But, uh, you know, it's when you're single, you don't, you can go around and kind of bop around to different people and do, and mingle, and uh, you don't have to go on the dance floor. That is something we talked about in the group chat, Yeah, yeah. I think uh, being single at a wedding is not what you think it is because you right. watch Wedding Crashers, you're like, oh, this is going to be the night it's of my life. It's nothing like that. That's not what it is. Yeah, because it's actually, especially if most of your friends are in couple, mm-hmm. like coupled up, mm-hmm. it's actually the opposite. It's all your friends having like this very romantic day. Yeah. It's romantic for everybody. It's romantic not just for the everybody. People getting married. Yeah, it's very romantic, and then you're just the only person looking for some strange <laughs> on the dance floor, well, and there's no one there. There's nobody available. And then there's like some. The way it looked like the bride's friend group had some single fun friends. Yeah. But they all kind of knew each other. Right. So, like, the single guys knew the single girls. So, they maybe had a shot at it. Mm-hmm. But, like, my Riverdale friends, it's either incel or engaged. Right. So, it's, <laughs> it's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. So, I've been to a lot of weddings by myself, and there's typically. Not many other single people there. You feel like an outcast. Yeah. A little bit. You're a little bit on the edge. And it, it doesn't feel like it's for you. It doesn't. It's yeah. not for you because it's it, not for you. Because it's not. But yeah. it, it shouldn't really be for the couples either. But it does feel like it's their day as well. Well, they all they all <laughs> go out on the dance floor and, you know, they're, you know, they're sharing moments together. Well, that's you what know? it is. It's also it's I think it's sort of on the band and the DJ because they'll be like, grab your girl and get to the dance floor. And then I'm like, all right, well, it's yeah, me like, I'm going to go so to the I'm bathroom. <laughs> all right, I'll get out of here. <laughs> Uh, this band was great though. They didn't play any slow songs, which was it makes it different. Yeah, yeah. So it was just all. So maybe that didn't feel, make me feel as alone because not everyone's slow dancing. Right. But that takes out like half the population of the wedding because all yeah. the old people don't dance, and it's all the young, you know, young kids shucking and jiving out there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shucking and jiving is what the perfect way to put what was happening. Because <laughs> this band yeah. was truly phenomenal. I I thought they were lip singing. For and a while, I was trying to. So catch did them. I. That's how you know it's a good band. Yeah. You're like, wait, are they? Are is they this a DJ this? Yeah, with yeah. performers? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah, because they were so good. It was like perfect. The funny thing though is the last song before they, they never announced the last song. Mm-hmm. There was just a last song, and then the lights came on. Wedding was over, and that song was the thong song. <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest way to just curtains up on a wedding. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah, the thong like song that. played, and we're all expecting more stuff to come, and then the lights go on, and everyone's leaving. I'm like, 
That's, that's a great way to end it. That was the end of the wedding. Like you're not playing Closing Time or some slow song or whatever. Song song. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. very. I, th- I thought that was very funny. Yeah. So when I was out there in Chicago, I did a show at the Comedy Bar, which you are basically passed at. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite place. So I did uh, our buddy Alex Dragovich's show and uh, your favorite comedian, Jeff Asmus. I yeah. actually didn't see either of them because Dragovich didn't show up and Asmus... I think he, might he, was, have, he was on the road. He was on the road, yeah. probably. Um, let me tell you something. And I was texting you from the show. Yeah, yeah. It was the worst comedy show I think I've ever seen in yeah, my entire life. Yeah, it sounded life. brutal. There was like three or four comics that went up before me. I don't know, I'm not sure what, if one of them got a laugh. All right. It was deafening silence in there. Okay. <laughs> How many people in the crowd? There was like 20 people. So like right, a decent amount awful, of people. But that place is kind of big. It's kind of big. It's It's... You know, I'd say it's a tourist trap because it's downtown. They're they're charging twenty dollars tickets. It oh, has wow. a tourist trap feel. It is. It's a tourist trap. I think the show you're talking about sounds like a tourist trap. They do have good shows there. Well, the show before us, there was some guy. I didn't even know who he was, but he was some guy like headlining it, mm. and the room was packed. There was like probably 150 people. Yeah, there. yeah. Like it could be fun. Yeah. So yeah. it was rocking the show before, right? And then ours, you know, 20 people, but. Some inexperienced comics that went up first, and I didn't, you know, they didn't, they weren't great. You know yeah, what I yeah. to say? And uh, my friend Kieran was uh, with me. He was the only friend who came. It was a late show, and he was just like, "This is, the, this is like Hiroshima," you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, because I was like texting him bomb emojis. I was texting you bomb yeah, emojis. Yeah. Like, bomb emojis, funny. Yeah, it's a yeah. funny thing. Um, and then I went up, and I didn't do good, but I was the only uh, comic to get any sort of reaction yeah that's something that's killing yeah yeah felt like that yeah. also you followed the people that really bomb so it's hard to it's hard to bring a room around you could bring a room around on a hot show one bomb but like three bombs in a row that by that time the audience is ready to get out of there they're checked and out. then when you go up they're probably like let's see how bad this guy is right yeah yeah, yeah they're not expecting anything great after 40 minutes of silence exactly so yeah. uh you did the best with what you had. Yeah, yeah, I did the best with what I had. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, you should be able to turn any room around, but sometimes uh, it's really stacked against you. In theory, but yeah. that's the same thing as like you should, you know, run ten miles every day. Some days it's just <laughs> harder than uh, like it's it's harder. Yeah, yeah, and like so, yeah. In theory, you want to get to a point where it's like you feel confident doing that, but like yeah, until you've been doing this forever, and you'll probably always feel that. Yeah, yeah. for sure, no doubt. It's just yeah. But uh, yeah, I like sending bomb emojis. Those are funny. That's and, funny. And uh, yeah, so and then I was te- texting you, was texting him. Like this is the worst show I've ever seen. He seemed agreed. like a real late show though, because I was you were texting me. I was like literally like well, like, it one started eye at eleven fifteen and it started late, so it didn't start till like eleven thirty. Oh, okay, and then hour difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, that right, hour just dis- hour yeah. difference too. Yeah, um, but it was. Uh, let me tell you something. I'm glad a lot of uh, most of my friends didn't come because was <laughs> a tough seat. That was a bad seat. Yeah. And, you know, so that's the thing with comedy. Sometimes there's going to be great shows. Sometimes there's going to be really, really bad shows. Yeah. And uh, it's it's the grind. It's the up it's and the down. Grind. Yeah. And I te- and so I was texting uh, our friend afterwards. He's like, yeah, and I didn't. I was like, yeah, did you have another spot? Something? He's like, no, I was hanging with a girl. I was like, well, that was way cooler and a way better decision. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's always a better decision than going to a comedy show. I don't care who's performing. Of course, yeah. of course. Uh, um, but yeah, I appreciated the spot. And hey, spot's a spot. Experience is experience. Exactly. It doesn't hurt. Um, that's great. I, so Sunday, I did this thing. I guess this is a Jewish thing because I asked, told a bunch of people about it and they looked at me like I had three heads. So I think this is specifically a Jewish thing. Mm-hmm. It's called an unveiling. 
And so it's a year after someone dies. Yep. You go to their gravesite. You unveil the tombstone, you know, that says, like, in loving memory. Right. And you drop a couple of roses and you say some kind words. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that Sunday. And it's sort of nice. It's sort of a nice experience. Yeah. Because it's just the family getting together and saying nice things. And it's mm-hmm. a year later, so there's not too many emotions. Like yeah. Um, but it was in, like, Hastings, New York. Mm-hmm. And between West Point and the wedding and then Hastings for this unveiling, I was like, I could see myself... When the day comes and, you know, after our weddings at West Point, right. I could see myself living in, like, I don't want to call it, up, like, the suburbs we slash s- upstate s- of New York. We settle down upstate a it's little bit. It's so nice. Yeah. It's, like... It's beautiful. Especially in the fall. It's, like, very lush, and there's, like, uh, the leaves are changing, and it's the houses are amazing. I'm like, this is... I could see a life here. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you go up to, like, like Terrytown area uh, Terry or whatever. Town. Yeah, so that's Hastings is very close. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I... Uh, Former co- uh, guy we worked with, big time lawyer, we took us out golfing at one of these courses in Terrytown. It was the nicest course I've ever seen in my entire life. And just the nature and the scenery. Listen, pretty nice, pretty nice life. And it's just fresh air. You know, well, there's there is the no fresh air in the city Not other like than like the dead center of Central Park. It almost makes you high how fresh the air is. There. Yeah. And then I went to uh, after. I needed to get a ride back to the city. My roommate, coincidentally, he's a member of a golf cl- club called St. Andrews, very close to where I was. It might have been that. I don't so remember. So it might have been. So yeah. I went there, and that place, we got lunch, and it had this like overlook where you get lunch. You know what? That picture Beautiful. looked familiar because I think I you had lunch at that exact spot. I think it is because it is that air. It's It was like so nice. There's like, first of all, all the other thing that I noticed was kind of like, because I always kind of, I don't play golf, but yeah. I'm always like, I kind of want to go. Like, yeah, check yeah. it out. When I got, I went there. I realized I'm just not. You have to. There has to be a minimum level of talent to be on a golf course that nice. Yeah. Because the roads kind of snake through the course, and I see these guys like lining up for like drives, like very close to the car. Yeah. And if that was me, I would be crushing car windows. No. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> uh, you don't want to embarrass yourself on that course. No. Well, not only that, it's like the cars there are like pretty expensive. You don't want to be like denting that. People's if it's the same course, they have. You have to use a caddy, which means they carry your bags for you. Could be. It could have it been not that. Be. I remember he was between two when they were in a similar area, so I'm wondering if right. he went to one of them. And Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so you got to hold your own. And uh, my colleague at the time, I remember like the first tee, he was like like duffing the ball, like not even getting it out of the tee box. Really? And it was a long 18 holes. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Turned it around at some point, but it's just like not off to a good start. Yeah. That's yeah. how business is done is just being respectable at golf. Yeah. You don't have to be good. Yeah. I think the company matters more than the, well, it's almost like a, a, if you were to graph it, like yeah. diminishing returns. Right. Or not to, but you know what I'm saying? Like uh, at a certain, you have to, the most important thing at first is being competent at golf. Yeah. But once you're good enough to play on a it's course like hang. that, it's about the hang. It's about the hang. Yeah. It's like anything. It's like if you're good enough where you're blending in and you're not embarrassing yourself and you're keeping it moving, then it's but you're a great hang, hang the yeah. whole time, then you're getting the deal done. Because if anything, if you're really good, if you're like a ringer, but you're sort of a wet noodle, yeah. then uh, I don't think people are going <laughs> to enjoy it because you're just going to be... Qu- if you're a wet noodle, you're not you're not getting the deal done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not getting rebooked. You, yeah, because you might only get the invite for the tournament, Yeah, but you're not getting the day-to-day invite. It's yeah. like it's like you know comics. If you're, if you're kind of killed, but you're a wet noodle, I'm not booking you. But if you're competent and you're a fun hang, I'm booking you. 
Oh, 100%. That's yeah. why a lot of comedy shows tend to you see the same people because it's like, oh, this is just that person's friends. Right. Because they like to hang. Yeah, sue as, me. Yeah, I like hanging as, with my as, friends. Yeah, that's not. Well, that's why I'm not doing this to not enjoy the, the, the <laughs> right. show. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that, yeah, I'm a big, I've become a, New York State's just the best. I just love the Northeast. Any, like, I loved Rhode Island. New, uh, New York upstate is, like, beautiful. I mean, just, even, I'm like, in, I don't know if you've ever been to where my hometown, like, Endicott, Binghamton area, but I'm like the suburbs of Binghamton. Yeah, yeah. You know, quaint little town, you know, suburbs, small town America. There's a park down the street that yeah, I walk nice. to. It's beautiful. It's honestly beautiful. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, how's it in the winter there, though? It could be a little tough in the winter just because it's cold, yeah. but like not as much snow or whatever, like right. uh, near Syracuse. We don't have that lake effect okay. snow or whatever. Listen, I'm just throwing out buzz terms. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. What are we, meteorologists? We're talking a lot no, about weather this ep- I'm this just, episode. I'm just saying I went to, I think it was Binghamton, to visit my friend in college. Yeah. And it was nice, but it was during the winter. It was just very gray. That's well, the only thing. The only oh, complaint. it's very gray. It gets oh, a no, little gray I haven't seen the sun in uh, <laughs> <laughs> decades. But um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, but if, you, if you're there in the spring or the fall... Even the summer, because it's less hot than here. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know, you want to... Small town America is not a bad life, man. Depends on the state, but I agree. In terms of New York... You still have access to the city. I, I think there's plenty of small towns in parts of the country that are trash, though. Oh, absolutely. And I've been to such. But, like, right. I, I think small town New York, small town... Massachusetts. Yeah. Like everyone we meet from Massachusetts that's like from outside of Boston yeah. seems to love it there. So I'm assuming it's nice. Northeast is just, they're just salt to the earth. It's people. just the, the best. And uh, I'm going to Colorado tomorrow. I'd say the only place outside of the Northeast that I felt like, oh, I could see a, a lot. You could see a life here. Well, it's got similar things to all the things we just talked about. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never been, but I'm gonna, we're going to. You would like it. Yeah. I feel like I would. You really would. Yeah. Um, you're going to report back, though, next week because you're going to Colorado this week for some shows. I'll be back by the time this episode comes out. Um, a couple shows, but you want to talk about a do less. It's probably the do less state. I think it might be. I couldn't think of one that's more because what the whole. Things you're either going in the winter to ski or snowboard, mm-hmm. or you're going summer fall to hike. Mm-hmm. Then they do comedy and they sell weed. Like that's all. That's pretty much all they do. do. Yeah, and so one of my <laughs> buddies from the wedding moved out there. You lived in New York City for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. He's a lawyer. Left the like kind of like the grind of you know corporate law in New York. Went out there, much more relaxed, living in the suburbs. He has a mountain beard. I think it just sprouted uh. up because of the altitude, <laughs> and uh, you know I could just tell he's just way more laid back and anxi- less anxiety ridden because he's oh, living yeah. out in the in nature, just enjoying life. Well, things just move slow. Another thing, you know, hashtag do less. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll, last time I was there last like during the lockdown. And I would go on a lot of hikes. And whenever you go on a hike, you just lose cell phone reception. Oh, so you great. really are forced to like enjoy the nature yeah. when you're hiking. Uh, it's and it's the, I will say Denver is not the best, but Colorado is just like this massive state where right. it's like they got Breckenridge, they got Aspen, they got mm-hmm. Boulder, they got mm-hmm. so there's a million parts, and they're all so nice and really cool. I've been to Colorado. I ski. It was the only time I skied in my life. I'm ho- I I went down like a you know like Bunny a blue- like a no, I went down a blue the first time I what's ever skied. What's, what's the level of? Difficulty? I think it went like you know green. It went bunny green blue 
black, double black, you Diamonds know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're an asshole if you take one of those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. it was. But this was like at like this was in Telluride, which was like a very fancy whatever ski resort. Yeah. That um, I almost died because I didn't know I didn't I couldn't I had to pizza my whole way down. <laughs> <laughs> I think skiing is stupid. Personally, yeah. I like Colorado for the hiking. Yeah. Not, not the skiing. I just know a lot of people like that stuff. Yeah. But uh, skiing is dumb. It's so stupid. Yeah, I hate it. And it's terrifying and it's so dangerous it's dangerous it's <laughs> terrifying i'm not good at it it's not a good representation of my athletic ability well so, i don't think it's a good representation of athletic ability period though. yeah but then with that said i did go on like the bunny slopes and then these kids on skateboards were just zooming past me all right snowboards yeah well i didn't try a snowboard but these little kids are zooming in and out like nobody's business i also think it's easier no no, no. It is easier <laughs> when you're a kid to learn stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. You got to start young for something yeah, like skiing. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But don't do less. Don't ski. Don't ski. Yeah. Um, so we had an idea. I don't know if you want to continue with. Yeah, this. let's do it. The the bit. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna let you in behind the hood. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is what we might do pre pod to get it a little warmed up. Yeah. But so we're gonna be tossing out bit ideas, joke ideas. And uh, we'll see what happens. You got you got one you want to toss? I got one. This could have been done before. I don't know. Someone had mentioned it. Well, this it, is why we're talking about it. And we had uh, someone had mentioned it, and I riffed on it. But something about, like, uh, there's a huge, I don't know if it's an uptick or just, like, uh, there's a lot of, like, STDs in nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just means that these old people are having sex. Right. But the thing is, is, like, my take is, like, okay, well, if old people are having sex, they're obvi- like it would be even crazier if they were having protected sex at 90. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that insane? Right. Like if I get to 90 and some bag of bones is trying to make me bag it up, I'm going to be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's like I got to, you know, I could d- drop dead any day here. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, so it actually like, because a lot of people say it in like this funny, like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like if they're having sex, there's going to be STD. They're not, ba- they're not pr- having protected sex. I mean, where are they going to access? There's also no pregnancy at that age. Like, right. It would make less sense to wear protection when you're 90. Right. But it's also like, so I guess, like, if the, do the people that are working at the nursing home know this is going on? Because some of, like, these people are, like, getting moved around in wheelchairs and stuff. Right. So it's like, do they have to, like, wheel somebody in a room and then close the door? And it's like, you know, like, how much assistance are they getting uh, in order to have this process done? That's a good question. Yeah. I guess it depends on the type of nursing home because in my experience, yeah, uh, you know, there my grandma was in a like an Alzheimer's unit, and I didn't see it, anyone uh, did, <laughs> you know, doing the business in that in that one. But I could be wrong. I mean, I I don't think they were adver- I don't think they were having people doing the business front and center. You know? I'm <laughs> sure it was having behind closed doors, but uh, it is funny to also, yeah. <laughs> If you could, if you wore, if someone did want you to, you know, wear a condom, yeah. Alzheimer's sort of the perfect person. Right. <laughs> like, ah, I put it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like if there was, if they were going to put on condoms, they might have to have like the, the assistant help them do it. Right. Hundred. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That I agree with that. Also, I think like, uh, an erection is probably a fleeting thing at that age. That to, you don't want to tamper further with like 
getting a condom on. Right, right. That just decreases your already low chances. So Yeah, just get right to it. Yeah, get right to it. Get down to business. I get mean- those breast checks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these, uh, yeah, apparently these nursing homes are just free-for-alls because it's like... They're fuck <laughs> Listen, I'm never sending my mom or dad to a nursing home, all right? Because these things, I, <laughs> they're safer at home. Oh, they're safer. Yeah. I mean, you. it's funny that our parents worried about us going to college. We're worried about our parents <laughs> going to nursing homes. Exactly. That's, that could be part of the bit. Yeah. That could be part of the bit. Uh, yeah, mom, you're living at home with me, all right? <laughs> all right, so that's my bit. Yeah, me. that's funny. I like that. All right, thank you. Um, all right, I got one or two ideas here. All right, I'll do. I'll throw this one at you. So I opened up a new credit card, and like the the offer was, if you spend three thousand in the first three months, you get five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what about if I do it? At spend three thousand in one month. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is there? Turns out there's no extra reward. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, you just make five hundred dollars quicker. But the problem is, is your your credit card bill is three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, that's uh, all this I might got. Be too, this might be too economic. That yeah. I don't know if it could be funny. But there's this whole thing in like business where it's or like economics, I guess, called time value of money. Right. So money today is worth more than money tomorrow. I know, I'm, I'm familiar with time so, value of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Inflation. Sorry, sorry. Come on, I forgot. I'm talking to business professional. Uh, <laughs> Net present value. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, these are business terms. <laughs> yeah. But maybe you could say it in a way where it isn't like doesn't sound like a business term, where it's like money today is worth more than money tomorrow. Right. Right. Because that is sort of you're getting your five hundred dollars quicker. I'm getting it quicker. Yeah, yeah. That's so that five hundred is really like getting six hundred. Yeah, that's a good point. You, made, you just made a hundred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that. By spending three thousand in a month, I just made you made six hundred dollars. Six hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Easiest six hundred dollars I've ever made. I think, and then maybe you could just like keep escalating it to where the point where it's like you know you're making now you're in the green. Yeah, no, just absolutely. Like, just like doing the mental. Well, gymnastics. you keep the six hundred and you, you don't pay the credit card bill, so you know. Yeah, then, yeah. You, <laughs> so then you cancel if you cut it. The then you cancel it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's a yeah. That's just a loophole in the system, yeah. financial system. I think a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, there's and there's plenty of people that make a living, not a living, but like the the way we do comedy, the right. hours we put into comedy, they put into like credit card points. Well, there's that that points guy, you yeah, know, the points guy where he's like a master at uh, just rewards. Yeah, he's living full- off rewards. <laughs> <laughs> his full his full time job is just buying stuff. It's strategically. Yes, buying strategically <laughs> and living off of the rewards. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad life. Part of me is like tempted to just make that my job. Yeah, and then you have have to have plenty of time to do stand-up. great. Do less job, and then you could travel as much as you want. Right, exactly. <laughs> and he just like writes about buying strategically, so he makes some extra money off of telling people how to do it. Yeah, no, his full-time job is being a consumer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the points guy, hey, points guy is a very do-less guy. Points guy. Do-less guy of the week, the per- points guy. Person of the week, points guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. He might be my hero. <laughs> that guy doesn't do anything. What a genius. He's a yeah, yeah, no, it really is genius. Yeah. Um. So that's our person of the week. Person you of the week, points guy. Look coming. him up, pay. Hey. Yeah, pay him. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's... All right, I have another one. Okay, Should yeah, toss, it toss it at me. Toss it at me. This one... Could potentially be a story one day, but I'm gonna try to do it as condensed a version as possible. I used to live in Williamsburg, and I got a rat infestation. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I guess the funny things is that we saw a lot of them, and the way we found out that we had rats is we went to go make toast, and there was a hole burrowed through our bread, uh. and so we let our super know, 
and the super was like put it you know the food in the microwave they can't get it to that one mm-hmm. then this con- continues to go on there um you know i call the guy up one day i'm like eddie like we're running out of room in the microwave <laughs> 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 rather than fix the problem i yeah. swear to god the guy goes well Maybe we should get another, a bigger microwave. Ah. And he starts <laughs> laughing. This problem's never solved. It didn't get resolved until eventually my roommate caught on video a rat in our apartment. A rat, not a mouse. We had mice at first, but this is a rat in our apartment. Yeah. Got a fucking because we had they had put the mouse traps down. Right. The glue ones, mm-hmm. which are small. Right. This rat had a fucking mouse trap on its foot like a sandal. <laughs> <laughs> It kicked it off. I'm yeah, not right. kidding. And then it runs out, and yeah, we got yeah. it on video. We sent that video, and we were able to yeah. get it out of our lease. Right. Um, so I don't know what the joke is yet, but I just want to like this. That's story just a is funny absurd. image. Is this he like drop kicked the the mouse trap? Oh, it was. I have it on. It's literally like a fucking flip flop. He kicks it <laughs> off like he's about to jump in the ocean at the beach. <laughs> also, another thing is like yeah. apparently they hate peppermint. Uh-huh. Like that deters them. Mm-hmm. So I got peppermint oil, mm-hmm. and every <laughs> night before I'd go to bed, I'd put peppermint oil on these like cotton balls and like bomb my room. <laughs> and I was just living in a fucking candy cane. That's what, <laughs> did they ever? Did they? Did they do anything with the peppermint balls? Like, did they destroy those or anything? Like I these don't rats know. feel like you're just, you're just no, throwing they, anything they, at them, and they well, just, there's no chance. You have no chance. They were like getting stronger. It, no, you really have no chance because you have to go to work. Yeah, and you have a social life. Yeah. They, 24-7, are just trying to exist in your home. <laughs> Once you get them, there's really no getting them No, out. there's no yeah, getting them out. It, it's pretty insane. They're just chilling. Like, you come home, there's one, like, on the recliner watching Netflix. Oh, there was one day where we would, like, you know, we used to, this is party day, so we'd get pretty hungover, take, like, a Klonopin, and just be, like, melted to the couch. Yeah, yeah. And I remember once, <laughs> me and my roommates are, like, melted into our seats. Yeah. And there's this like wire that goes up to the TV, and we just see a mouse running up it, uh. and we just didn't react. We just were looking at it, and then it just went back into the hole, and we're like, "This is our new life." And you would hear them scratching at night, and uh. have to like bang on the wall and be like, "They were like roommates. They were roommates. <laughs> you had a lot of roommates. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. The kicking off like a sandal is funny. Like you could do an act out with that, where it's it like where well, how the rat kicked it off like a sandal yeah, and then it, dove into the ocean. <laughs> 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 That's gonna be a Maniscalco esque oh, act. Oh come on, you gotta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that I don't know. That I'll make. I need to sit down and write it as a joke. But yeah, that, I was telling the story to someone just as like what happened, and they right. were like, "You should make that a joke." It's like the funniest thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I think a lot of people have dealt with mice in New York City, but I don't think anyone was as like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like didn't didn't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like ours got escalated so bad because. We didn't really deal with it at first, and then when we finally did our super, it was just like his answer was to get a bigger microwave. Right. That was his answer to the problem. Wait, so it like chewed through the microwave or what? No, happened? no, it chewed through the bread, so we would put food in the microwave so it could because no mice could get in there. Right, but that's right. just accepting oh, that you have it, a problem. So that was like what you were you were storing. That was our pantry. Right. It was a microwave. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then I'm like, what if I want to use the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't even. You're using it for storage. <laughs> I was about to just get like a bunch of them, you know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, there's a lot of funny. I think there's probably a lot of funny stuff there. Just thinking through the examples of the stuff that happened when you came home and you saw like a rat smoking a cigarette and telling you that <laughs> yeah, he's going to use your bed tonight. Oh, I tell you about the, uh, oh, and then the one day I was going to work, I saw a mouse in the shower. Uh-huh. And so I, I, I'm a put like a pussy. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I was like, I guess I'm not going to work. And then I was like, I, I really do have to go to work. So yeah, I had yeah. to 
get I took a towel. Ugh. I grabbed it. It was like half dead. Ugh. I live on North Fifth and Bedford at the time. It's like one of the busiest streets. Ugh. I have a towel around my waist. I open my front door. <laughs> I launch a mouse onto Bedford. Ugh. Towel comes off. I'm butt naked That's on hilarious. Bedford. On Bedford, which is like it's like Times Square. Did people see? Must have. But yeah. I closed the door and like ran upstairs. But it was like I was naked launching a mouse <laughs> in the middle of Bedford. That's funny. I mean, you could. That's a story right yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So this is all one thing, and it kind of led to like us breaking our lease. I'm doing a storytelling show Thursday. I know we don't like storytelling shows, but I'm gonna probably tell the story about how I overdosed on water. That's a great one. Yeah. And so I'm gonna revamp that and uh yeah that's what i'll do i'm running up against it with time here so i think uh we got to end but this, oh. i think this was a good we're we gonna get another i could do thing? one more i could do one more um this is maybe a dumb idea but uh i'll say like the longest relationship i've had has been with siri right like i don't think that's a good sign but siri you know she goes by one name first of all yeah, it's like yeah. she's like beyonce but uh it's an open relationship <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes i cheat on her with alexa yeah. uh that's all i got and i hate it and i'm gonna throw my phone <laughs> in the ocean <laughs> i think there's a bunch of stuff there there's something about her being a good listener she right. only answers she's only there to answer questions right but then you could like if you wanted to take it further about like because that's a little misogynistic, I yeah, think, yeah. saying like, oh, she's only there to like do whatever I want. Yeah. Like the only problem with her, she doesn't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. So yeah, that's uh, true. We're in nobody's <laughs> Yeah, there could be some funny stuff there, but it's just uh, right now it's like very basic. I need you need to you need to push it and make it more absurd. Yeah, it's that, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, any closing remarks for our episode? I would just say, you know, I think this was a good episode. Yeah. I like the bit, the bit idea, the bouncing bits back and forth. That could be fun because it comes. We we think about stories and stuff. Yeah, it could be fun. Uh, it also is a just for some context for the listener. It's a little do less because me and Mike, the only pre- preparation we ever did for the pod was we would bounce bits. Yeah, so we talked. Right, and that was our preparation. Was like the act, just of getting in the flow. Other. Yeah, uh, but now we're putting it in the pause. So there's literally no preparation. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting very, very meta with the preparation. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that uh, so actually, just for that context, for the do less listener, no, we're just every day it's less. It's every day is less. We're always striving to do less, and uh, yeah, what you know, I think this was a good pod. I don't know. You're go- you're off to Denver. We'll hear about that next week. Yep. Um, well, I'll miss you. You know, I feel like you only see you once this week, but yeah, glad we got it. it in. I'm glad we got it in. Thank you for coming uptown. You're you're a real mensch. Oh yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Do less.